And welcome. You're listening to Dad's Gaming Corner, a podcast of conversations between dads and their kids about games, movies, and whatever else we might be discussing this week. I am your host, Michael Masick, and with me is my son, Jaden. Jaden, how are you? I'm doing great. Good. This is Dad's Gaming Corner. It is a podcast where we'll be talking about games and movies and TV shows and just just different forms of entertainment that we're into. But what's going to be unique about this show, we hope, is that you will hear uh, gaming reviews and what we like from my perspective as a dad of four. I've got four kids. I'm 37 years old, almost 38. And uh, there'll be a differing opinion of you from me and what Jaden has to say, being that he's 14 years old. And so uh, we've been having some conversations on our own, and we ha- have a lot of fun. Um, they turn into cool conversations where we laugh, and it's just it's interesting to to hear his perspective, you know, as a fourteen year old versus my own on what he enjoys out of a game versus myself, and what he enjoys out of a movie versus you know what I see. And we thought, hey. Why not? Let's make a podcast. But before we jump right into that, I want to get some of the logistics just out of the way. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Dad's GC. That stands for Gaming's Corner. So at Dad's GC. You can also send in your comments, questions, and your own dad story to us at heydad at dadsgamingcorner.com. If you like the show, please do subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you would, please leave us some reviews and spread the word. Uh, if you got suggestions or comments, do email those in to us. Uh, please leave the reviews just for the reviews if you like the show. It, it helps us tremendously when you subscribe and leave us a good review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever else you listen to the show. So uh, just a little bit about ourselves to kind of let you know who we are. Again, my name is Michael, and I am a dad of four kids. I have a four-year-old boy, a eight-year-old boy. Jaden is 14. He's my oldest son. And then I have a daughter who's 19 who probably won't be on the show. She's not into gaming. And she's really just like into her movies, and that's all she she's going to do, just in her movies. So, and uh, uh, my background is in IT. I've been in IT for many years. Uh, I've been in ministry for many years. I actually pastor right now as well. And um, I like to game, and uh, I like uh, movies and sci-fi and fantasy. I'm big fan of Lord of the Rings and Star Wars and Star Trek. Uh, I like to game Nintendo, Xbox. I'm not really a PlayStation gamer. Uh, grew up on uh, PC gaming, and uh, that's just a little bit about me. I'm married uh, to my wife. It's been almost 16 years now, and so we just, uh, this is just what I'm into, and and we'll talk a minute here in a second of why a podcast, but before we do that, Jay, why don't you go and give them an introduction of who you are and just what you're into. Well, I'm Jaden, his third, his his oldest son. I'm 14, like you said. Um, My background is school. Um... I play for, I play on the basketball team for the school, and I'm also in the band. So I got a, I have a busy school life. But other than that, so what, what do you play for school? So just so people know, you said you play for school. Play basketball. Basketball. Yes, I play basketball for the school. Yeah, and you're also involved in track and, and cross track country and cross country. And that's about it. So Jaden's kind of an of an anomaly, which which may it was more of an anomaly when I was growing up. Generally, you didn't have kids that were both involved in sports who also liked 
to game. Those were back then two separate categories. Not so much now with this generation. Gaming is becoming much more mainstream all the time. Um, if you ever watch any kind of game award shows that are out there, uh, uh, one of my favorite ones is the show simply called uh, The Game Award Show. It's, it's my favorite. Uh, they are getting consistently more viewers and just award shows in general are getting more viewers than even something, say, like the Oscars. Uh, that we see on TV and everything else. So gaming media as a whole is far surpassing, out, or, or outgrowing and surpassing even Hollywood as far as money that's being spent and money that it's being, that's bringing in. It's just incredible to see. So uh, that's just a little bit about us. You'll get to know us more as we go into the show, uh, future episodes. We don't want to you know, just talk about ourselves for the next <laughs> half hour. I'm sure you'll turn us off. And so, But why a podcast? This is a important question that I believe that... Um, isn't asked too often and isn't talked about enough by different podcasts that are out there. There's some great ones out there and there's some, um, some that kind of just go all over the place, but let me just kind of tell you why we're doing this. So to answer the question, why a podcast, um, First and foremost, it's a hobby of mine. I love podcasting. I love everything that goes into it. Everything from the sound design to picking the music, uh, the intros, the outros, the mixing, uh, meeting different personalities uh, out there with podcasting. I've done two in the past. This will be my third. Uh, I, I doubt you've ever heard any, any of these, and so I'm not worried about you looking them up, but uh, I did a show years and years ago called The Weekly Murloc, uh, and Jaden still laughs at me about that name for that show, but it was a podcast specifically about World of Warcraft, and uh, we started the show probably about a year after WoW came out, and uh, it was a very successful show, one of the uh, the top gaming podcasts in the U.S. iTunes store, one of the top five uh, gaming podcast specifically on World of Warcraft and uh, did that for about a year, year and a half, did that with a good friend of mine named Jonathan Jenkins. And then uh, several years ago, I did a show uh, called um, The iPhone Spotlight. I hosted that with a show of, uh, with a friend of mine named Tommy Gwynn and that show again lasted about two years, I guess. And uh, we talked about uh, iPhones specifically, but also, you know, iTunes, and we reviewed games. Uh, but back then, when the, that show was out, there was, uh, the, the App Store was much smaller. It was much smaller. And so uh, we reviewed games as they were coming out and apps as they were coming out. Back then, uh, a word processing app on the iPhone was, was huge, and there were so many third parties trying to make a good one. Uh, Pages wasn't out from Apple at that point. Uh, Microsoft Word wasn't out from Microsoft at that point. And so there was a lot of apps that, that needed to be reviewed. And we actually got uh, copies of review codes from re developers and whatnot that we would review their apps and then even do giveaways on the show for games and everything else. So just a lot of fun. Uh, made some great friends in the industry of podcasting back then. And um, it's, been a, a few, it's been a few years since, we've, since I've done a podcast. And this will be the first time I'm doing a podcast with my son. And I'm actually really looking forward to it. This is going to be a fun show that we can do together. And um, we're going to be doing it about what we like. And so it's called Dad's Gaming Corner uh, for a reason because it's, be, you know, it's going to be a dad, me, and my kids, be Jaden. Uh, sometimes we'll have my younger sons in. I'd love to have Caleb on the show and Mike on the show eventually. And um, the whole idea behind Dad's Gaming Corner, if I could paint a picture in your mind, is simply this. Uh, a dad, you know, in my case, a dad of four. And if you're listening to this show, you may have a kid, you may have two or three, you may have six. I mean, I don't know how many you have. But your story might be similar to my own. Um, grew up gaming, loved gaming, got married to a beautiful woman, 
started having kids like it happened so many times and the more kids you have and the busier you get with life it it turns into more or less where you had a big window to game and that window begins to shrink more and more and you end up having you know you, you sneak away half an hour of gaming you know for yourself here and there and what used to might be your gaming room or where you had all your consoles out to game and you're just you had the tv to yourself to game more and more of that TV is now being shared with your family to watch Netflix and Hulu and Disney Plus and everything else, which not complaining at all here. You know, I love I love my family and I wouldn't trade it for anything. Uh, and what you, what, you, what you end up finding, though, is that more and more your gaming turns into less of a whole room and more of a corner of the house where you're, you know, cuddled up or I mean, or bunched up on a, on a couch with a blanket and you've got your switch in your lap playing uh, late at night just trying to get some gaming in so that's kind of the whole idea behind uh, the, the the title dad's gaming corner and so i uh, hope you stick with us i hope you can uh, find something that you enjoy in the show again i'd love for you to shoot us uh, an email at hey dad at dad's gaming corner.com and just you know, kind of tell us your own stories and everything else but that is why we're doing a podcast and so each week we will follow a format this will be a weekly show our goal is to release uh, a new episode every Wednesday morning, and uh, we're going to follow a format. It's going to kind of grow as we as we do this show. One of the things you will notice about the show is that this show is recorded live. It's it's recorded uh, raw, as I like to say. We don't go back and do a lot of edits. Um, there are shows that do that, and that's completely fine. Uh, it does give you a final uh, production value that does seem a little uh, nicer, a little cleaner. Uh, but I like the raw show. I like uh, I like the jokes. I like the the fumbling of the words and us laughing at ourselves and everything else. And so, hope you can jump in and enjoy it uh, as much as we do. So uh, each week we're going to be going down a list about uh, what we're into this week, what what we're liking, the games that we're into, we're playing movies, TV shows, whatever, and then whatever else we're doing this week. Maybe we're talking about ice skating. Maybe we were talking about rollerblading, which I'm not even sure if Jaden knows what rollerblades are. That was big. I know what rollerblades okay, are. Okay, that was really big in the 90s. I just don't know how to rollerblade. Okay, that was really big in the 90s. Yeah, really. I was going to say early 2000s, but really just the 90s. Dating myself a little bit right there. And uh, we're just going to talk about you know what we're into. So to kind of kick this off a little bit uh, uh, for this particular show... Um, let's talk a little bit about what we're into. Uh, we introduced ourselves of who we are, but um, just kind of what we're into personally. Uh, I grew up gaming on the Nintendo, uh, the original NES with a Super Nintendo shortly to follow, and the 64 GameCube had pretty much every Nintendo system except for the Wii U, which I only recently bought about a year ago, and I bought it, I think, I don't know why I bought it. <laughs> Uh, I bought it, um, I think I bought it because I wanted the console, and I knew that uh, soon after the Switch was going to be out, the Wii U would be harder to find and probably go up in cost just for collection value. And it was the only console I didn't have from Nintendo, so I wanted to own one. Um, I've built out my virtual console on it, uh, transferred from the from my Wii that I still have. Um, but anyway, uh, at this point now, it's kind of just <laughs> gathering dust. But what I'm into right now is um, I like to game. On my switch primarily uh, and then catching movies with my kids uh, i'm at a really fun age with my kids where uh, for many years it was pretty much just uh, disney and pixar films for the longest time and i went through a, a, a dry span where i wasn't really watching much of sci-fi or anything else fantasy if it, was, if it was over pg i wasn't watching it 
And uh, if it pretty much, and even PG was, was, you know, a hit or miss if we're watching in the theater, you know, having young kids and whatnot. So, but uh, I'm in a really cool spot now where I can watch movies with Jaden. I can take him to go see um, the latest Star Wars, take him to see the latest Lord of the Rings, and I don't have to really screen it a whole lot. And uh, I'm just having a lot of fun there. So, Jay, tell us some things that you're into. I know that you're, you already told people that you're playing basketball and everything else, and you're into band, but what are some of your hobbies? What do you like to do? Um, I like to game as well, um, and I also like movies. Um, I like I like fantasy and sci-fi and stuff like that. Um, I like Marvel more than fantasy and sci-fi and stuff like that. I mean, I got nothing against sci-fi or fantasy. You like Star Wars, though. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm also, you Star know. Wars is almost in a category by itself. Like, you, you have sci-fi, and then you have Star then you Wars. Have Star Wars. There are people that like Star Wars that necessarily won't like sci-fi. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I like those kind of movies as well. And gaming. Um, yeah, I'm not lots, I'm not very good at lots of games. I'm not the best gamer but i enjoy a good game and a good movie so and a good movie yeah, yeah. he, he jaden just can't watch a movie past about eight thirty nine o'clock uh oh. he has a tendency to fall asleep so which is okay which is okay so uh each week like i said we are going to follow format i know this uh with this particular show we're uh taking a little bit more time introducing ourselves but it's the pilot episode we want you to hear from us and and the the title of this episode is welcome to dad's gaming corner and we do want you to know who we are. So uh, let's go ahead and move on into our list here, and let's talk about what we are playing this week as far as games. And so, uh, Jay, you want to kick us off on this? Well, um, I actually just recently learned how to play 2K19, um, NBA 2K19. I had it. I've had the game for a while. You've actually had NBA 2K18 for almost a year before that. I had 2K18 and I never learned how to play it. And then I got 2K19. I was like, all right, this You've is had the that one. For about a year as well. I was like, this is the one I'm gonna get into and learn how to play. And I've had it, yeah, for about a year now. And I just learned how to play it like yesterday. And I'm having lots of fun with that already. So what was your holdback? Like, why, why, why not? I mean, NBA, the NBA franchise tends to be, I'm sorry, the 2K franchise tends to be one of the best uh, franchises uh, by most when it, when it comes to anything uh, sports-related. So, uh, basketball, hockey, football, whatever else. They just have some really good uh, sports games, specifically basketball, though. I mean, they are the, the standard to meet. So why why did I buy you NBA 2K18, and why did I buy you NBA uh, 2K19? Well, you and bought you it for me because you know I like basketball. That's true. And you wanted me to teach you. You wanted me to learn and then teach you how to play it. That's true. And I tried I tried learning how to play them, but um, the controls, there's so many controls, and it was really complicated. I was very confused. Um, I think part of the reason I was so confused and just lost is because I played um, um, NBA Playgrounds before um, before I started playing, before I tried 2K. Well, the other part of that, though, is I introduced you to NBA Playgrounds. In fact, I was so stinking excited to introduce you to that because that game is based on uh, NBA Jam which came out originally on the Sega Genesis and the Super Nintendo. And it was an incredible game. And uh, one of the things that I, I – well, let me, I'll just back up from there. It, that's the game it came from, is, is, is NBA Jam. And there's been several spinoffs since then. But when it came to Switch, NBA Playgrounds, I was super excited. Cause I'm like, I get to play a game that I grew up playing, you know, making these crazy dunks and everything else with the boom shakalakas and the cheat codes with the really big heads. 
And I was actually sad that none of that really carried over to NBA playgrounds. Well, except the big heads. No, 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 no. NBA, no, no, no. The cheat codes for NBA Jam, I mean, they had huge heads and little bodies. Oh. I, I need to find a screenshot and show it to you. But uh, that, so that's actually why you got started on NBA Playgrounds versus, you know, NBA 2K, yeah. anything. Yeah, um, so I learned um, NBA Playgrounds first, and that's a more uh, simpler game. That game's a lot simpler than 2K. Yeah, There's just a lot less one. controls. Just one-on-one. Do you remember? Was yeah. it one-on-one or two-on-two? Two-on-two. Two? Two? I think two-on-two. Two. You control two players? Mm-hmm. How do we not know this? I'm not sure. I'm we pretty, it's, it's two on two. Okay. Do you remember how hard the first one was? Just the NBA yes. playgrounds. Because you, you didn't have a shot meter. It was a lot You harder. didn't know. You never knew when to release. Mm-hmm. A little slower. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they came out with the second one. Uh, but that's when 2K took over. So then it was, now it's NBA uh, 2K Playgrounds 2. NBA 2K Playgrounds 2. Yes. A mouthful. You know, I can't stand games that have the long title. Like, for for example, I just purchased uh, Divinity Original Sin Definitive Edition. <laughs> I think that's the name. And, and one game I'm playing right now, which we'll talk about later, but Dragon Quest Eleven. Oh, forget it. I'm just going to look it up here in a minute. So, but anyway, but yeah, so, so now you're, you're, you're graduating, maybe if we can use that term from uh, playgrounds and you're moving over to actual 2K sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's why it was kind of difficult for me to get into actually like actual 2K because it's so much more complicated than just playgrounds. But how long did it actually take you to pick up? I mean, I, I here's the thing. I'm sure there are those out there listening saying, guys, I've been playing Madden since version one. I've been playing 2K basketball since version one. You guys don't know what you're talking about. It's an easy game. Well, I mean, we were playing playgrounds where it's it's one-on-one. There's like two controls. It is one-on-one, isn't it? No, I think it's two-on-two. Two. How do we? It is two-on-two. Two. Why did I say one-on-one? One? It has to be two-on-one. No basketball game is one-on-one. Yeah. All right. So, okay. Don't, don't, don't. Yeah, send us an email and tell us like we need to know our games. Just, yeah. just do it. Uh, it is two on two because we do teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, obviously. obviously. What's wrong with us? Uh, it was just, it was a weird transition going from playgrounds yeah. over to. But it to was actually really 2K. easy to pick up because lots of the controls. Because I got and now really, I'm super pumped to play it and actually you know learn and play mm-hmm. it together and everything else. So. I got really into uh, NBA 2K Playgrounds two. I a really, in, I got really into that one. So I know all the controls and everything. And a lot of the controls are, like, the same um, from Playgrounds to 2K. Which makes sense. So it was actually pretty easy to I mean, to 2K made them both, so. Yeah. Made sense. So, well, very cool. Uh, what else are you playing this week? Anything else, or is that about um, it? That's about it, actually. Yeah, okay. I just learned how to play that. I actually have to that. look at my Switch to tell you what I'm playing because I just, I don't remember. I don't remember what I'm playing. I am, I am playing games. Um, oh yeah, so I'm playing. Uh, let me just give you the whole name there because I wanted to get the name out there so I had it correctly. So uh, I'm currently playing Dragon Quest Eleven S Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition. What? There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven words in that name. If you if you uh, use eleven and S as their own individual individual words, eleven words in that title. Dragon Quest Eleven S Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition. 
Yeah. So no. um, whenever I play Switch, I like to play. I like to. I, I like to have a game that's deep that I can sink my teeth into. Uh, but I also like to have a couple of lighter games that I can toss around. So generally, I'll have a like a triple A title that I'm playing. So Drive Quest Eleven S is my triple A title that I'm I'm playing right now. And like, and then I like to have some indie games. So like I'm playing playing Castle Crashers uh, right now with my kids, which is a blast. If uh, if you play uh, Switch uh, with your kids, or if you play. Any, or we say Switch. Right now, we're, we're we're both primarily on Switch, but you know, Switch, Xbox, PlayStation. If you play games with your kids, uh, Castle Crashers is one of the best indie titles or one of the best games period that you can play with your kids. Uh, it's fifteen dollars on all consoles, and they put it on sale all the time. Uh, it's just it's really easy to pick up, and for whatever reason, that has been uh, my go to console game. For the most part, for each one of my kids and raising them in gaming. I mean, I uh, I think I started Jaden actually on a Lego Star Wars game on my uh, uh, first gen Xbox. But the first game he really got into on consoles anyway was Castle Crashers. And then same thing with Caleb and same thing with Micah. Micah's uh, four years old and and uh, that's the game we've got him kind of starting on. And he can do great. Uh, I mean, there are times where we're like, come on, buddy. You know, because the three of us, you know, we're all moving on the screen or we're getting killed by, you know, unseen archers because Mike is holding us back at the end of the, at the end of the level. We're like, come on, move forward. But it's a great game. And so, but anyway, I like to have a, a, a big game that I'm playing right now. It's Dragon Quest. Actually, right now it's Dragon Quest and it's Luigi's Mansion. I'm just kind of scrolling through my games here on my Switch. But uh, the two main ones would probably be Luigi's Mansion 3. And Dragon Quest Eleven S on the Switch uh, for some easy games or you know just lighthearted games. I'm playing Undertale right now. I'm playing uh, uh, well, Jay. What's that one game? Um, uh, Kingdom Two Crowns. Uh, it used to be oh. Kingdom New Lands. Uh, yeah. I'm playing the second one right now. Get Kingdom Two Crowns. Really liking the sequel. Uh, another great indie game out there if you haven't played it, uh, Kingdom uh, New Lands or Kingdom Two Crowns. You don't really have to start with the first. You can just jump right into the second. The second one has a co-op mode, which is really cool. Uh, so jump straight in for that one. But if you get either one on sale, pick it up if you're unsure about it. But some other games that I'm playing that are just you know lighter, whatnot, uh, would be Undertale. I'm having fun with Undertale. Uh, I just started a new uh, indie game called Blasphemous, which I'm really liking. It's It's hard. Um, kind of like um, Dark Souls hard if you've played Dark Souls, uh, but it's fun. I'm enjoying it. It's kind of kind of have a Castlevania vibe to it and whatnot. And then I'm um, also whenever I don't know what to play or if I'm just I only have five minutes to pick up my Switch. Uh, I love the Pit Cross series, and there's a lot of clones out there. But the actual Pit Cross itself, made by uh, Jupiter, I believe it's Jupiter Games, it is the best. And so it's the one to go after. So um, there's a lot of games that I, that I piddle around with and I jump into here and there. Uh, Cat Quest is a game that uh, I absolutely love, all my boys love. And uh, mm -hmm. Cat Quest 2 we're, we're starting to get into. Uh, anything else that you're playing or you've, that you've been playing um, over the last couple of weeks? Well, um, those games where you just kind of jump in for a few minutes, like you were saying. Mm -hmm. Uh, for me, that'd be like Mario Kart. Um, yes. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Del Deluxe? Yeah, mm -hmm. Deluxe. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. That one, um, I play a lot. Um, yeah, that's the kind of my go-to game if I'm just kind of sitting there. I'm not sure what to do. I'm just, I, I just, I'm like, you know, I'll, pl I'll play some Mario Kart, you yeah. know? That's kind of my go-to game. Other than that, there's not much else. And that is one game that you you are crazy good at. Well, it's because I play it so much. Yeah, you are crazy good at it. Uh, I really like Mario Kart as well, but I am not. I mean, it's 
it really makes me angry when I can pick the same uh, the same driver, the same cart, and the same wheels as Jaden, and I, I feel like I'm drifting good. I mean, what's the highest drift? Purple. 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 I think. Yeah, so. and I, I'm getting I'm I'm getting purple, and then he's beating me not by you know just a frame or two. He's beating me by a long shot. Anywho, so it's just it is what it is. But um, yeah, Mario Kart, another great game out there. Uh, if you're looking for games to play with your kids, we're going to have uh, episodes where we are going to be focusing specifically on uh, what are some good party games, what are some good family uh, centered games, and things like that. And, but that's just a little bit of what we're playing this week. Each week, we're going to tell you a little bit about it and uh, maybe you know let you know about a game that we're playing that uh, you're maybe haven't checked out or something that's new to you so um, at this show we are going to try to cover as much gaming as we can as far as news and what's out and what we're playing and some good deals it will be a switch heavy show we're just saying that up front uh, i am a nintendo diehard fan at heart that's just who i am i'm an, uh, i'm that nintendo fan that's 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 rooting for the 64 you know, against the PlayStation back in the day, even when 64 had a very tiny library compared to the PlayStation. Uh, I'm just a Nintendo fan at heart. That's what my kids have. Um, we have, uh, like I said, this is a family of six, and we have four Switches in our house, three Switches and one Nintendo, uh, one Switch Lite. Uh, that's my wife. It, she doesn't play it a whole lot. I'm tr- we're, we're, trying to, we're trying to convert her into gaming. My wife is not a gamer, uh, but she likes her Tetris. And so she likes Tetris. That's and, about uh, it. Tetris. That's really... And Tetris-related games. Yeah, Tetris, Tetris 29, uh, 29, Tetris 99, uh, Tricky Towers, and so... But that's just a little bit what we're playing right now. In future episodes, we do want to tell you about uh, some current, uh, current deals that are out. So, for example, uh, one great deal, if you can find it, uh, it keeps going out of stock on Best Buy. Uh, but if you keep checking every once in a while, it goes back in stock. There's a great game out there called Starlink. It came out for all the consoles. It didn't sell too hot. It, ju- it just didn't. Um, and it, it's not for a lack of quality. The game is an incredible quality. Uh, the game is, is, has incredible quality. It looks good. It plays good. It feels good. It's one of the few games where you can be uh, in a spaceship on a planet doing ground combat and then actually go up into space without a loading screen. It's all trans- just transitions beautifully. It's all really seamless. Yeah. And the Switch version is cool because uh, Nintendo let Ubisoft, the publisher of the game, take their license for Star Fox, and there's a there's a campaign built around Star Fox with the characters and everything else. Well, anyway, I say all that to say this is a sixty dollar game that you can pick up on sale right now at Best Buy for five dollars if it's in stock. It's constantly out of stock. Uh, if you go to their stores, uh, you may luck out and find them stacked up to the ceiling. Uh, Buy a couple. Buy one for yourself. Buy one for a friend. Uh, it's a great game. Um, I think it's well worth the $60 as, as of any other game. Uh, and for $5, it's a steal. And so in future episodes, as we tell you what we're playing, we also want to tell you specific deals that we're finding and even give you links to them. Um, deals that we see on consoles. Deals on SD cards. Uh one great deal for the Switch is that, you know, Sandisk has their 400 gig SD card and um, they had it on sale for Black Friday. It was, I mean, you could get it for less than $60 at times. I mean, it's a great deal on a 400 gig SD card. The terabyte SD card they have out now, you know, when it first came out, it was, uh, it was over $400 and now it's around 250 And uh, that's one of those things to where, I mean, if, if you're, if you've got the money and you don't want a second Switch, 
go for it. Buy the SD card. But as soon as those things begin to drop, we want to, be to give you deals on that as well and let you know about it. So as well as on the eShop, you know, uh, right now there's only about, I say only, but there's about 400 titles on the eShop, on the Nintendo eShop uh, for the Switch that are on sale. But on Christmas break, how many... We looked it up. something. Yeah, it was, it was like crazy. 908. Yeah, it was over 900 games on the eShop for the Switch that were on sale. Ain't nobody got time to go through that. <laughs> it was just, it's just ridiculous. But there might be some games on there that we've discovered that are that we've, you know, just took a chance on that end up being like these, these are like these are great games. These are like gems hidden in amongst a bunch of shovelware. If you can pick up for a dollar ninety nine, it's normally ten bucks. I mean, you should go for it. So, anyway, so this is just kind of the format we're going to be going with. Uh, a little bit, you know, cleaner, less rambling that we're doing right now. You know, but more to the to to to, to the uh, the show notes we have. But we want to give you deals, but um, as well as you know what we're playing. So, but let's go and move on to some movies that we've been watching this week and in the future episodes to give you an idea we will be talking about what we're watching as well as you know what's coming out what we're expecting what we're excited for but uh let's talk about right now just a little bit let's go ahead and transition over to what we've been watching movies tvs you know whatever just you know that that media outlet so jay won't you kick us off um well you know we just what do we uh, i can't remember Dude, it's been a huge month i, I mean i can't remember Star Wars. Oh wait. Okay. I mean, there's there's been so much we've yeah. been watching. I, yeah, I can't. Keep this it all Christmas straight. and it was, it's been so busy for us this. Yeah, this we year. did just see uh, Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker, which so. was phenomenal, amazing, amazing. We're not, we, we won't we won't talk much about it right now. We're gonna we actually have an episode coming up down the road that we're the title is 42 Years of Skywalker in Review, and we're gonna talk about the nine films that that fulfilled the Skywalker saga, and we're just gonna talk about them and and our different perspectives, what I enjoyed from them, what Jaden enjoyed from them. Uh, it, it's pretty cool looking at a saga that spans 42 years. And I mean, I grew up literally on episodes four, five, and six, where you grew up on one through six. And so it'll be fun to talk about that. But yeah, so as far as what we're watching right now, um, I'll give you a second to get your uh, braining gear on this. But um, uh, we did just see uh, Skywalker, Rise, uh, The Rise of Skywalker, which was incredible. Uh, we saw Knives Out, which was a great. Now that's not necessarily a PG. That is a PG thirteen film, but uh, uh, that that it was just it was amazing. It was the, the really really it was good. really good. The writing was smart. The humor was smart. Uh, the plots were smart. It wasn't just you know some movies are fun, but they're fun because it's stupid or it's fun yeah. because of the jokes. It was witty. It was a very witty film in and out. And so um, we're not going to do in depth reviews on any of these movies other than just how we liked them and why we liked them. And so, uh, what did you like about Knives Out specifically? Um, it was well, it was funny. I I, I like so I like a funny movie. Yeah, but it, it was also a really good mystery. You know, I. Mm-hmm. You know, normally on some movies, it you can kind of guess like like who it was or what happened. You know, this one stumped me. It stumped me real good. I was like, "Whoa, hold up!" Like, hold up, what what in the world? There was some major like plot twists. Yeah, it was uh, it was really really good. Yeah, and it actually has a stellar cast. Uh, I'm not going to you know go down the list here, but it has a, uh, a lot of current people as well as some people that maybe you haven't seen in a while, like Jamie Lee Curtis, who maybe you haven't seen in a while, as well as Daniel Craig, Chris Evans, and, and a host of others. And uh, what, the, the one thing, I just get this out of the way, the, the only issue I had with the movie uh, was the 
the beginning scenes where you see Daniel Craig come on the scene and I, no spoilers, no spoilers. Cause I want you to see the movie, but when he first comes in when you hear him talk now, no, no. If you, you know, if you know the actor, you know him probably as James Bond. Um, he's been in the last, I'm not sure how many movies there have been, uh, four, I think that he's been in up to this point. And you know him as 007. You know him as this this British, you know, secret super agent. And he comes on the scene, and I'm like, this is going to be so cool. And he has this I, I, very, not country, this this very Kentucky Southern drawl. That's the only way I, I can describe <laughs> it. I mean, I can almost see him being the spokesperson for, you know, as the colonel for, you know, Kentucky Fried Chicken. It was just, just this very, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a bad accent. It just totally took me off guard. And he wasn't James Bond anymore. <laughs> he was this retired detective who's now a private investigator. And uh, it just totally took me off. But, um, but yeah, great movie, great performance by everybody. Like we already said, very well-written script. I found myself throughout the movie thinking this is either an incredible uh, book adaptation, which generally, you know, when they adapt a book or a movie from a book, they it's not, not great. No, so I, I was thinking this is either an incredible book adaptation, um, or as I'm watching, I was thinking this could be one of those Broadway productions that actually travels the world. I mean, it was just. Everything about it was just written so well. I really enjoyed it. And um, it's it just a great movie. And it was funny. And it had Captain America in it, which most people, when I talk to this movie, about, I'm like, hey, you need to go see Knives Out. They're like, oh, yeah, it's got Captain America in it. I'm like. And it was interesting seeing Captain America um, as the mean guy that nobody liked. Cause well, yeah. So no, no spoilers. But, I'm yeah, not, you, but see, you see that right up. Yeah, you see it right up front. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it, but it's a great movie. It's a great movie. Uh, you need to go see it if you haven't seen it yet. Um, I think the reviews on it are you know pretty favorable. I'm actually pulling them up right now, uh, and it's one of those movies um, that um, you know sometimes you have movies that are really heavy on the critics and and maybe not so much on the on the on the users and vice versa. But this movie across the board is is favoring very highly it's getting an overall audience score of 92 percent on rotten tomatoes and 97 percent on critics i mean as far as that goes it's almost a perfect film so i encourage you definitely go see knives out great film um on the contrary to that we have star wars the rise of skywalker which again we're not going to talk a lot about it right now because i do want us to talk about this late in our in our future episode mm -hmm. we go more in depth but this is a show uh i'm sorry this is a movie that just like episode seven and eight before it is getting very mixed reviews um but the reviews are also growing higher the longer it's released. Currently on Rotten Tomatoes, it's sitting at 54% critics with an audience score of 86, which that's actually gone up from when it first released. But, um, I mean, even the first two, or I'm sorry, the, not first two, but eight and nine before, or seven and eight before this, they both got really low reviews, and now they're both sitting in the high 90s. So it's just, you know, reviews change, I think, uh, with something as treasured and, and as close to people's hearts as, as Star Wars is, we go into it with a very high expectation. I'm not even sure if we know what the expectation is. But we go into it with a very high expectation that we want it to meet, and we, it's almost it's it's almost impossible of a movie to meet our expectations. It just it has to be so true. And some people, when they first see it, they're going to love it. Others, not so much, or some are just going to hate it. 
But after you see it your second and third time, you realize this is actually a really good movie. So uh, we really enjoyed it. I want you to go see it as well. Uh, but that's what we've been seeing right now, movie-wise, what's out. And then um, just as far as uh, TV and whatnot, uh, the, we, Jade and I actually today went and saw, which we will be talking about in a future episode as well, a little bit more in depth. But today we did see uh, a special Fathom event uh, screening of Doctor Who Season 12. It was actually the premiere uh, episode of, of Episode 2. So they did Episode 1 and then Episode 2 right after that. And then they did a live Q&A that was just over 30 minutes uh, with the cast, which was really cool to see, really cool to watch. Yes. Um, I really enjoyed Episode 1 and 2. Um, I was a little unsure about season 11 when... Uh, I think a lot of people were. Jodie Whittaker's first season. Um, I, I mean, I liked it. I enjoyed it. It just wasn't the same, you know? But these two uh, uh, episodes that we just saw of season 12, I really enjoyed. If you're into Doctor Who, it has that uh, effect to where uh, if you love it, you love it because what you're seeing and the actors that you're you're growing close to and, and you're able to you know hold on to and you get this you know you, you feel for them, and then they change the doctor on you and then and they it change hurts. the you know you cry a little it does it does I mean you you go back I mean these aren't spoilers you go back and see how Rose was quite literally ripped from the doctor I mean and you saw him break. And then have to recover from that. Uh, you see, and we'll, we'll just, not to pick favorites, but just skipping ahead a little bit here. You see how uh, Amy and Rory were ripped from you know the Matt Smith Doctor, and it was just it, it was awful. You see how uh, Peter Capaldi loses you know Clara. Um, it's Raven. just it's, oh my gosh! Uh, I still to this day when we watch that ep- that episode and the Ravens come, I if we're sitting that I, I start hitting the couch. I just start hitting the couch. And I'm like no, 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 and I know it's coming, but it just it makes me that mad. It just, it just you really get invested, and so with each iteration of the Doctor, there is that growing, and you're just like, am I gonna like this Doctor? And so um, to give Jodie Whittaker uh, credit. Um, this is her second season. Uh, the first season, you, you, you have to warm up to the doctor. I m- remember when Peter Capaldi came on, it took me a season and a half to really get into him. He, he, he now, now, in hindsight, he, he is my favorite doctor. Uh, I mean, I love David Tennant. I love Matt Smith. Uh, but he is my doctor. There's so much about Peter Capaldi that throws back to the classic Doctor Who's for me. Uh, and those doctors, and so we'll again, we won't dive too deep into that. So, but on season two, I mean, what did you think about it? I mean, we just saw the premiere two episodes of season twelve. So, Jodie Whitaker, Whitaker's second season. I mean, just in in a nutshell, just a real, real small review. What? How did you feel about it? What did you think about it? Um, I really liked it. I have to be honest. I was really tired, and I dozed off a couple times during the first episode. It wasn't because of the episode. I was really enjoying it. Yeah, it I leaned just, over at you several times. It was then. just dark in the theater, and I was all warm and cozy, and I was tired. Yeah, I'd, I'd start rubbing your back, or I'd, I'd poke your shoulder. And I dozed off a couple times, but I saw most of the episode. I, I saw most of episode one and the entirety of episode two, and I really, really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. How, how do you feel the first two episodes compared to season one, just as a whole? Season eleven. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Season eleven. Season. I mean, her first season. But yeah, season eleven. Um. Well, there. Most of season eleven. I without was, giving spoilers out with 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 season twelve. Oh yeah. Uh. Most of season eleven, I was kind of like 
iffy about. Like, I enjoyed it, but I just, I was like, okay. You know, I wasn't like, oh, this is really good. There were a couple of episodes in season 11 where I really enjoyed them. But um, these two first episodes of season 12 were really good. And I liked them far better than uh, anything I saw in season 11. No, I would agree. I would say these first two episodes, uh, it is a part one and a part two. So it's one story. And I would say this one story for me so far has been, uh, it was definitely better than anything I saw in season 11. And I, we need to go back and watch season 11 because I don't want to I don't want to pull away from the writers or from the performances because Jodie Whittaker even though season 11 was definitely not my go-to uh, uh, season for Doctor Who by any stretch of the means she did a very good job and season 11 I felt was very much the doctor is trying to discover you know who she is now you know it's a different character she's a female i mean everything changes i mean everything changes uh the writers change uh the music changes uh i mean everything the storytellers the cast and not just the doctor but the campaigns for the doctor it's like literally a brand new show everything 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 turned over in season 11 and for many people it's probably their first season um i thought she did a really good job in season 11 but going into season 12 i went in no, hesitantly, uh, I was a little skeptical, but completely enjoyed myself uh, with the, with those first two episodes together. Uh, completely enjoyed them. I thought the first episode was a little bit slow in getting going. Um, they bring in some really cool elements. We don't want to give away any spoilers, but definitely, uh, if you haven't watched Doctor Who in a while, or if you've been, maybe you haven't watched it since it switched over to Jodie Whittaker, give her a shot. I'm telling you, uh, th- this is a great season. You want to be a part of it, so... Um, anything else you've been watching? Uh, I know you know Disney Plus came out. Uh, we subscribed. I think we were week one subscribers, not day mm-hmm. one, but definitely uh, week one. Experienced a lot of the issues <laughs> with the servers being down and the servers being overloaded. But um, uh, just what have you been watching on Disney Plus? Um, well, I went back and watched lots of the originals. And then you know, lots of those old old Disney's when it was still hand drawn, and because um, I hadn't seen lots of them. I, I'd seen a few, but there were lots that I just I hadn't seen, and I, I wanted to go back and see them. So, like, I saw 101 Dalmatians, uh, Lady and the Tramp, the old Snow White from, like, the 30s. Um, so I saw lots of those old ones, which I, I, re- I really enjoyed lots of them. And see, that's the cool part for me as a dad is that, you know, these are the movies I grew up watching and I owned on VHS, if you know what you know. VHS says, you know, those old tapes. Uh, I love the fact that I grew up watching these, and now you're getting the opportunity to watch this and just stream them right there. Uh, Disney movies are always, you know, the most expensive movies if you want to go back and buy them again. They, they, they don't really look. Disney doesn't lower the cost on their videos because they don't want to cheapen the value of, of their brand. Um, and I love that you get to go back and watch a lot of these. And so uh, one of my favorite ones, which I don't think is on Disney Plus yet, uh, Disney did a great thing, and they released the majority of their vault up front. But, you know, they are they do have to do a slow rollout to, you know, to keep, you know, people subscribed and people watching. Um, but one of my favorite movies growing up was uh, Disney was uh, The Great Mouse Detective. And I really want you to watch that one. I want to watch. I want Caleb and Micah to watch it. I think they'll really like it. I think my, uh, both of them will. And um, but I don't think it's on the it's been, it's on Disney Plus yet. It's, it hasn't been released from the vault yet. One of the things I've been really enjoying with uh, Disney Plus is being able to go back and watch uh, X Men from the nineties. This is the, the this is the uh, the the X Men anime, the original one that I grew up with. Watching it on Saturday mornings came out in the nineties, 
absolutely love it. I believe there's there's five seasons, there may be four, but I think there's five, but they're all on Disney Plus. And what's cool for me is that uh, you know, a lot of these shows and streaming services, it might be on Netflix you know, today, but it's not going to be on Netflix six months from now, mm-hmm. or now it's on Hulu, or now it's on Amazon. And you you almost have to subscribe to all of these services just to get a little bit of what you want. And Disney, owning everything that it does now, I mean, we won't go into it, but just you just look at, you know, Disney, Marvel, Pixar, um, Pixar Fox. I mean, it's just everything's coming to Disney Plus, which is great. So X-Men, you know, being owned by, you know, uh, or- originally uh, Marvel is now over there. And so they have, which is great. And Disney owns Marvel. So Disney now owns, uh, this, but this is one of the shows I, uh, I raised you up when you were little, uh, watching. And then I did the same thing with Caleb. And then I tried watching with Micah, but I don't remember what service it was on, but then it got taken off and I'm like, Oh, I've got to start buying. Oh, I don't want to buy them. So it's just cool to be able to go back and relive some of my childhood memories and watching these shows with y'all, even though, uh, I know like with, uh, uh, with, um, X-Men, <laughs> For some reason, I was thinking X-Files, but what, watching X-Men. Have I been saying X-Men or X-Files this whole time? Oh, you've been saying X-Men. Okay, good. X-Files is on my, X-Files is on my mind. So, uh, it, you know, it is definitely 90s art, and it's a different style of art. But I, I love the fact that y'all are able to enjoy the the story behind it and, and, and everything else. So it is cool having all that. So uh, some future episodes that we are going to be uh, discussing will be our history of gaming ourselves. And that's, you know, what how, what, what was what was my history growing up in gaming? Like I said, I, my first console was the original Nintendo Entertainment System. And, you know, that that's, was incredible to me. So I have memories of spending hours playing, you know, until 3 a.m., you know, uh, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, trying it over and over, which, you know, you may be able to get Tyson's, I'm sorry, not Tyson's, um, Tyson's Chicken. No, you may be able to get Punch-Out on, like, the virtual console, but you won't ever be able to get Mike Tyson's Punch-Out anymore because of the whole controversy around Mike Tyson back in the day. But that's the game that I grew up playing. And so uh, my stories, my history of gaming is going to be different from Jaden's history of gaming. And so we do want to take an episode and take our time and talk about the different consoles and our memories behind them and all of that. Another episode coming that we will be having coming up soon, like we mentioned earlier, will be 42 years of Skywalker in review. I'm super excited about that, being a huge Star Wars fan, having read many of the books growing up as, as a kid, which I know aren't a part of the canon now as far as Star Wars moving forward, but don't get upset about it. It was great memories. There's still great books to go back and read, but it'd be fun for Jade and I to talk about those together. We will be talking about the premiere of season 12 of Doctor Who since we got to be a part of that, which was, again, that was just so exciting to be in the theater to be a part of that. Um, and we do want to talk about you know gaming, where it is in news today. And uh, eventually, as this show develops and grows, and as our subscriber base uh, grows, and, and with your help, hopefully, and, uh, we want to eventually move this show over to YouTube as well. Um, it will always at its heart be a, a podcast. And so uh, there won't be a lot of fancy lights. There won't be, you know, a lot of props or anything else. It will still be us having our conversation, uh, you, know, you know, me as a dad and talking to my son about games and our different views and perspe- perspectives of what we see from them. And, uh, but we do want to bring it to YouTube eventually. So uh, Jay, is there anything else that you want to talk about on this, on this first episode as we begin to wrap up here? Um, I'm really looking forward to these future episodes and seeing this get bigger. Yeah, I'm I, I'm I'm super excited about this, and you know, it's it doesn't matter if we've got one or two subscribers or if we have you know three hundred subscribe three hundred thousand subscribers. Uh, 
I mean, it'll be exciting, but more than anything, this is a hobby. This is something that I want to do. Uh, I want to, I enjoy podcasting. Like I said, at the start of the show, I want to do it with my kids. I want to do it with Jaden. I want to do it, you know, with our other kids. And, uh, this is just something fun. And I'm hoping that as we grow this show, we really will hit a, a niche right there that isn't really, uh, there really isn't anything to serve that area right now where we can, we can bring a family-friendly show where a dad can listen to it, a mom can listen to it, but uh, you know maybe you're a dad and you're driving your kids to a soccer game and you've got 20 minutes to kill and you want to you know play part of the show and we're talking about movies and games that we're playing that maybe you and your kids are playing or maybe we can talk about games and that you can begin to play or we can talk about movies and you you'll be able to relate right there with me where I'm as a dad growing who grew up in the 80s and uh, maybe you've got your kids who are listening and they're listening to Jaden or some of my other kids and you know there's there's entertainment in it to be had for all and so uh, as we move forward we hope to get some other hosts or some guests to join us on the show as well I've got some friends with their kids that like to get on here uh, there are some big people in the industry that I would love to get on here uh, Brian Altano he's a new dad and uh, or newer dad I believe his his uh, baby is uh, a year a year and a half at this point but I'd love to, love to get Brian on the show Per Schneider at IGN I'd love to get him on the show he's got kids and, and gaming and he's raised his kids on gaming and just great personality both of them are great personalities i love to have them on the show as well as some others and so uh if you hear this pair brian either one of you we're calling you out we're inviting you to join us and so but uh jay anything else here before we get ready to close the show um no that 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 about wraps it up all right uh this has been dad's gaming corner again this is michael and Jaden. be sure to follow us on twitter at dad's gc you can also send in your comments questions and again we do want to hear your stories and so send us an email at hey dad at dadsgamingcorner.com if you like the show please do subscribe on itunes or wherever you're listening to your podcast spotify or wherever it might be uh if, if there's something you don't like about the show i've done this enough times i've produced literally hundreds of episodes over the years and i know i'm not gonna make everybody happy uh i'm somebody's going to be complaining about the mic and the music or whatever and that that's fine uh, if you would drop us a line how we can improve rather than leaving us a negative review we'd really appreciate it and if you want to be a part of this journey and help us grow uh, on the show you can actually support us uh you can visit uh patreon if you're familiar with patreon if not you can just go to patreon.com forward slash dad's gaming corner and check us out there and you can actually begin to uh, support the show as we begin to increase what we have and, and everything else. And so uh, I think that about wraps it up. Um, until next week, y'all have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon. See you later.